Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the True Sweet High podcast. Today's guest is Alex Dumas. He is the creator, him and his wife, Sarah, are the creator hosts of Abundance Daily. So thanks, Alex, for finally being on here today. I'm so excited. For inviting me onto the show and uh, glitches we're having right now, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> well, go ahead and share. So how did you... How did you start Abundance Daily with Sarah? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so this has been a process of years and years of us um, built, starting, building several businesses. Um, she really was the kind of the spearhead of that with you know, just different direct sales opportunities and eventually me getting into some network marketing and financial services. And I worked in uh, the financial services realm for few years and she was doing her thing but we always it was always kind of separate it was always this is my thing this is your thing you know we'll kind of support each other from the sidelines and then as we started to grow in our personal development journey going to more seminars um you know working with coaches you know hiring all coaches and investing in ourselves it, it just started to become more and more clear like you know it's going to be a lot easier if we kind of do this together and we've aligned with the same mission of you know helping married couples you know create better connections and have just better marriages and create more intimacy because you know, we would always get questions like oh you guys are so great blah 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 and it was kind of like well it's natural to us it wasn't anything that we really thought about it was, it took plan and it took obviously effort but you know as we made that shift in business and just looking at our own relationship, it just made sense. Like, you know, how can we help other people have better relationships? And lo and behold, Abundance Daily was uh, the, the spark. There's, there's a lot more of the story. There's kind of the, the quick note version of it, but this is, uh, that, that's the basis of it. No, that's, that's really great. There's not a lot out there on how to build better relationships, especially at home. Yeah. We're so we're so used to just talking about everything else but family, and so it's hard, especially when you're trying to build something separately, and then you want to build it together. So what? I mean, what? It, I, you said there was more to the story. What? What advice would you give to people that are living or doing their own thing but want to do it together? I'm sure there was a lot of patience, a lot of trial and error, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. With for sure. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm not, I can speak for myself. I'm not always the easiest person to deal with, <laughs> you know, but it's, um, you know, it was just one of those things, of, you know, just us in our relationships, you know, um, you know, our upbringing is really the, the, the spark of that, of, you know, my parents were together for a number of years. My wife's a child of divorce, but seeing their relationships, we both saw what we wanted we both had a vision of you know what we're going to be together we're going to have fun together we're going to be best friends and that's what we are and um you know i think just at the foundational level there just has to be that respect for each other to um that that space for honesty with each other because you know without that then everything falls apart so you know with that like i respect her as a business mind i respect her as a coach i respect my wife as equal it's not a um i'm the dominant man in the household and and 
you know, she's the passive wife or vice versa. She wears the pants, that kind of dynamic. It's more of these are my strengths. These are her strengths. Let's see how we can make these work together and, and, and continue to work on a vision. You know, I think that's where most couples struggle is they're just drifting along through the day. You know, and my and whether it's in their careers or as parents or whatever, it's just it's just the everyday routine, and you know that that can be troublesome because you know you you feel unfulfilled, you feel unsatisfied, and then you may go looking for that excitement and satisfaction somewhere else, and you know that's where people get in trouble with mm-hmm. cheating or other things, pornography, whatever it might be, drugs. You know, so you got to find that within your spouse and also within yourself of how to be satisfied, how to be fulfilled, and then look for that way to um, give it, you know, protect it to someone else. Right. I think communication was my biggest thing because I, when I would get in my, when I would have a stressful day with whatever, I just didn't want to talk about it. And I think that can be, a problem sometimes so yeah. I think um, it sounds like you have to learn to do that nowadays is you have to learn to communicate and, and find your your strengths and your weaknesses and, and, and learn how to I don't want to say learn how to live with it but appreciate it and say okay yeah. this is this is her thing this is mine and, and this is how we're going to deal with it we just need to learn so what what a, what advice do you give to people with that because there are days where you come home and you don't want to talk do you just say hey you know what I had a bad day give me a few minutes or you know I think it's hard for some people they just want to not talk and they just go to their room yeah no no for <laughs> sure that, that makes sense and you know sometimes like you said it might be something like hey I just need a, a few minutes I just need to kind of Maybe it's an exercise. Maybe it's just something I need to just breathe. I need to listen to some music or you know whatever. And mm-hmm. I, I think just doing that, just letting your spouse know, you know, just don't stomp in the house and and uh, you know and, and have this weird energy around you and not say anything. And, and they're wondering like, "Are oh, you mad at me?" And that and that's probably the one of the biggest things where we internalize it so much. You know, if, when you're around somebody you love so much, so long that it's immediately like, oh man, what's wrong with me? What did I do? What what did I mess up? What did I say? What did I not do? And it may have nothing to do with you. <laughs> you know, odds are it you're probably not even involved with whatever's bothering them, but you know, it's just them being and being um conscious enough and aware enough to say, hey, I'm I'm upset right now. I really don't want to talk about it, you know can I have some time, you know, and that's, and, and one of the things we like to teach couples is just helping them work together as a team. And ironically enough, because we are on the, the truths we hide. And the first step of that is looking at the truth and kind of figuring out what's the real issue. You know, what's the real challenge going on? You know, how do you show up in the relationship and um, just giving each other space to, you know, your individuals first, you know, no matter what, you are human first. You got to give yourself your time. You got to uh, got to take care of you first in order to be the partner you need to be in the relationship. So if it's, you need to blow some steam, 
scream a little bit, hit, hit, a, hit a punching bag, go for a run, play a video game for a few minutes, you know, just do something that's going to get you back into the right state of mind. I think that's important still is to be able to go off and, and still have your own hobby or still yeah. have your own ways of to release and to decompress and, and, and all that. It, we often find it that we feel like we have to always, always be present, but sometimes you can't unless you go off and, and do go for a run or listen to music, like you say, and that, that's, it's hard sometimes because you just live each day like it's just another day, but you have yeah. to find that that peace, that that place in life where you can continue to keep motivated and to be present for your partner, for your family, for your kids. Yeah, 100%. What, what um, I see that you, okay, so you have the, the Business and Marriage podcast. And you, you get, you send out, you guys need to sign up for his, for their, their newsletter, their emails, because they always send out something that's so informative. You read it and you go, oh my gosh, yes, that's, that's it. And for example, one of them you had, how to, how to, how to support your spouse. So what, how, for a lot of people out there, they're, it's hard for them because it's that you fo- you're so focused on your own career. How do you take that moment to be present to support your spouse and what they want to do as well? Yeah, oh, great question. No, I think that's um, just having enough awareness to kind of see what's going on and not, like you said, be on autopilot. You know, if it's um, one partner in a relationship, you know, who's more entrepreneurial minded or, you know, maybe their career is demanding and you're seeing that there, there might be long days, long nights, you know, kind of just picking up the slack around the house. Hey, you know, I can handle some of the food shopping. I can handle some of the laundry. It could be something as simple as that. I can, um, you know, let me handle the kids for a couple of nights in a row. I know you got a big project to do and, you know, and just give them that room to do it and not, lay on the guilt trip I think that was something that we've learned it's often that the stuff we teach is the stuff that we need to learn the most and or that we have learned the most and just going back to my days in financial services there'd be days you know when I wasn't we lived in New York on Long Island going out to Wall Street and, and meeting with clients and having appointments and train rides and getting home late and my wife is home with the kids and you know it's just one of those things of like it's that frustration on both ends where the partner that's hustling hard and, and grinding, quote unquote, I, I mean, I hate those words, but that's that part of it. Um, where they're like, you know what, I'm, I'm going out here, I'm doing everything I can, and, and you're not appreciating that. And the spouse who's at home is like, well, I'm here with them and I'm doing this and you're not helping. So there has to be a way for each other to, you know, for both sides to kind of slow down, support each other and figure out different ways of how to navigate and how to build towards something and not tear each other down. Mm -hmm. That's so important. I'm sitting here, I was listening to you and I'm thinking uh, how, (laughs) 
how it gets stressful in this household. And <laughs> how, um, I mean, when I retired, I, you know, I, I decided to do something else. So I'm at home, but my husband still goes to work every single day. And I know there's times where I'm like, you know what? I'm tired of going to the grocery store. I have yeah. to go, especially now during this time, I have to go like every four days. Right. And, um, <laughs> and so I get, you know, I get frustrated. It's not fair um, because he works different shifts so I can't expect for him to do that so I'm trying to find um just grace and appreciate the fact that I can still go to the store and find a happy medium because I know he has to work but you know dealing with the juggling the kids I have one just one teenager at home now but how do you Monday through Friday is work 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 and then Saturday and Sunday do you just let go of the social media and you just try to be present there for the kids because I know it, it's so hard it's like you just have to Saturday and Sunday you don't want to do anything right you just want to focus on something else I know here I just I try not to go on my phone Saturday and Sunday and just try to be here and um, do whatever besides working so how do you find that how do you do that at home with the kids you just yeah I'm just curious to see because it's so it, everyone's busy now especially now they're so well I take that back they're either not busy or they are more busy so it just depends yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure I mean it's a weird time right now for us all um you know one of the things that we always try to do is to be up front with the kids and be like hey listen we need this time to do business stuff you know this is mommy daddy time we need to eat for you know work on whatever we're creating and, and kind of do that but you know one of the things I always talk, we talk about is putting each other first and get yourselves on the calendar first so if it's a daddy daughter date if it's um family movie night a game night something like that get them on the calendar first because you let them know that they're the priority and these set dates these appointments you know you've, you know, you've got to keep them like that like hey I, I don't break this appointment <laughs> like, yeah. this is my word I'm not there's not negotiable like if it's a date night for me and my me and the missus like that's it <laughs> if it's right. daddy daughter you know play day time whatever it, that's what it is and it's not that's not moving everything else is going to be designed around my life I'm not going to design a business that is going to suck me in for 80 hours and I don't get to see anybody that's no fun you know and just you know, the weekend side, I mean, one of the things you just mentioned was really great is just putting away a phone and, you know, even putting yourself like on a time block, like, hey, from one to three, my phone's going to get, you know, locked in the other room or I'll put it in my bedroom and I'm not even going to look at it. And it's tough. <laughs> it's, you it know, is. sometimes I still fall into the trap of, oh, I got to check this. I got to check this. And like, it doesn't, the likes on social media, the, uh, those things aren't as important as you think they are. You're so right, they aren't. And I think it is important, especially now, to try to appreciate daddy and daughter dates or just, you know, mark on the counter game night or whatever. I think we, we've, we've lost that over the years. We've been so busy, especially for, I mean, I, I remember having to go to work from 5 a.m. until whenever. But for those in the corporate world, you know, what advice do you give them? Because that is their life. That's they they're constantly 
and the office from Monday through Friday, all day, every day, and Saturday and Sunday, how do you tell them to, to, to take time for themselves? For us in the military, I think it was a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, but for those in the corporate world, how do you, you know, what do you tell them? You got, you know, I, I tried to tell people, you have to find at least five minutes, 10 minutes, either in the morning or at night to meditate or to journal or to maybe just want to watch tv just something because I know your life is so busy but if you don't do that for yourself you're gonna go crazy you're gonna lose it yeah yeah um yeah these are great tools you know journaling we're big fans of believe in the power of the pen for sure and um you know I think with those corporate individuals you know, people who are you know, just going 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 i you may not get the quantity of the time but now you have to really make it quality if you have an hour of maybe you're the one dropping off the kids at a daycare or dropping them at the school and waiting with them you know then you know put the phone down talk to them just or put some music on do something where you're creating those different memories where it's not just oh well mommy and your daddy they just drop me off and I never get to see him and you know my day is basically I'm at school and then then I'm at home and I don't see the other parent and that 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 creates a terrible dynamic I think if you can create those small little memories and if depending on the age of your kid if you're able to even send them like a quick text message or write them a little note in their lunchbox you know just something I've done with my daughter for a few years now just uh, you know what you're a champion you can do it. You're the best. You're, you know, something uplifting them so they open their back. Oh, you know, daddy thought of me, you know, for my son, like, you know, I was wrestling with him. And just find a couple minutes to, to play around and roughhouse, whatever. But, it, you know, whatever's going to work for you. But you can't blame yourself for getting to the, um, the head trip of, oh, I don't get to see them. Dude, there's, there's opportunity there. And it's all about what you're looking for. If you're looking for that opportunity, you're going to find it. So make the most of it. And I like that, especially with the little notes. I used to do that with my kids when they were younger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, it's just a little reminder just to, for them to know that you're at least taking the time to think about them, especially because I know with us every morning was rush, 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 but yeah. you know, I tried to talk to them in the car on the way to school or I, try to talk to them about their day on the way home from school and I always when I I know when they get in their teenage years I don't really want to talk but (laughs) I always found a way to connect somehow and it's I think it's just important because I know when I was growing up my mom you know she raised us by herself for a while and and she was trying to finish up her bachelor's degree and she was trying to work and it was so hard so um, but she tried and, and I'll always remember that. So I think, you know, now with my own kids, I want them to see that it's okay to be your own boss or work for someone else, whatever the case is, as long as you try to find time to, for yourself and to do what you like to do, always make time for yourself. Yeah, and I, mean, I, I, I want them to do that. So with, with your kids, you know, I, I know that you, you say you communicate with them and 
say, you know, this is mom and dad time and, or this is work time or whatever the case is, but what other things do you do with your own kids to, especially now, I think this generation is so difficult because it's all, it is all, all electronics and social media and it's so hard to pull them away, but what kinds of things do you do with with your kids besides the you mentioned game night and, and daddy daughter time but is there other things that you try to teach them in this in this generation this this time yeah i mean I think some of the other things is just you know it might be just simply like kind of taking a walk you know maybe just jumping on the trampoline and if they are kind of like getting sucked up into like the tech world or you know just watching netflix and stuff like that you know i gotta beat them where they're at you know and just you know, I'll be on the couch with them and, you know, just kind of have them talk to me about, hey, what's this show about? Or, you know, what's this character going through? And, you know, just kind of peek into their head, like, how are they interpreting it? And then starting to kind of create the dialogue there, you know, and not come from a place of, oh, this show was stupid. Like, you know, I used to watch Thundercats. It's just, it's whatever you're watching right now is dumb. <laughs> it's, you know, I don't want to, like, you know, make fun of their, uh, you know, this is what they're interested in. So I got to, see what they're interested in and plus it's going to help me understand you know as they get older and and um and stay connected because mm-hmm. there's so many different things and i was like oh what do these emojis mean like i gotta stay on top of it i gotta know what the floss dance looks like i gotta know what all these <laughs> things yes. you know fortnite look like because it who knows not to be become the, the paranoid parent like you, know, you never know what's happening online but you got to stay in the know somewhat yes. of what's going on. So you know, that's one of the things I do. I just just try to, to be around, even if I'm annoying them or I'll make fun of some of the stuff. I'm like, dude, a weird dance. And they're like, yeah, like this corny. But they know that I'm engaged with them at least. Yes, I love that. I do that with my son. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's going to remember it later on that mom actually took the time. But I I know with him, it's, I don't know half the stuff he's talking about when it comes to computers and software and stuff like that. But when he, one time he wanted to go to a computer store and it was overwhelming for me, but he knew everything about it so I took that hour and we walked around the store and I let him point all this stuff out to me and explain it to me even though I was totally confused but I wanted to take the time to show interest in what his interests were Uh and I and I think it's important because we do we often we get so busy with our own lives that we don't really know what our kids are doing or what they're into so if you just take a minute, even if it's confusing as hell, just take that minute and talk to him about it. Let him or let them talk to you about their skateboard or computers. Yeah. And, you know, because you're going to, you want them to know that you're interested, that you want to be a part of their life. And, and it's, it is, it's so hard. And, you know, I don't, I mean, like I said, I don't know half the stuff we talked about. Yesterday we went to the skateboard shop. I have no idea what this bearings and wheels and all that stuff is, but I wanted to be there for him and actually be a part of it, you know, and that way he knows that I, I do care. I, I can't skateboard, but that's cool that he does. Yeah. So, yeah, I just, it is, we, we need to 
try and be more present with the kids, even if we don't know what those emojis mean. You know, learn about it, ask them about it, be in the know because you don't know what they're, you know, you don't know what everybody's doing on their phone. So you kind of have to get in their business. Yeah. And, (laughs) and, and, you know, it's a great tool to, you know, just being around them and uh, finding out the different programs they're into and different activities. And, you know, for parents out there, I think it's a great opportunity to keep connecting those things that they're interested in, interested in with their gifts and, you know, what you know about them already, you know, because as a parent, we know what, what they can do. Like my son's super, he's four about to be five this week and he's super like energetic, super competitive. My daughter's, you know, very sensitive, very um, um, artistic. So we got to always keep connecting those goals. Like, Oh, you know, she watches stuff on, YouTube, I'm like, you know, these girls are funny, but you know, I think you can do something like that. I think you, know, you, you plant those little seeds in, in their heads, like, you know, she's a great singer. I said, if you practice a little bit more, you know, you could do stuff like that. And it's not, you know, demeaning them, but it's really letting them know, like, hey, I believe in you. This is stuff that you could do too. You know, why watch somebody else have fun when you could be the one having fun? So I just try to like point, the, plant those little seeds in their head so that they know that. A, I see them. I know what they can do. I know what they're capable of, and and at the same time, challenge them to do more, but not in a way of that old man grumpy style. Like, oh, you better do this, and you know, <laughs> whack a finger in their face. Like, no, like you can do that. Like, did you know that? Like, this is possible. This was impossible when I was a kid. Yeah, you had the ability to do that now. So, no, you have all these opportunities. That's awesome. I love that you do that. No, it's it's great. It, it it does. It shows them that you believe in them, that they can do it too. And it, it, you're excited about it. So it gets them excited about it. I used to do that with my daughter. She used to like to sing when she was younger and she, her dream was to go on American Idol. And so I, you know, I said, you know, you could do that. You just practice just a little bit more and you could get on there, but it wasn't in a way that it was demeaning. Like you said, it was like, Hey, you can sing too. You have a good right. voice, but you just, you know, sometimes people need to practice. They need to take lessons. They need to do this because it's, you know, you don't want to pump them up and say, yeah, you could totally be on there when you know that they might be a little bit more practice, but you know that right. they could do it. <laughs> right, <laughs> because right. Not everybody could just get on stage and sing beautifully. You, some of them, it took hard work and years and practice and whatever, but you saw that their talent and you try to motivate them a little bit more to to get out there and just yeah just little things like that I think is is so great to be involved that way with your with your kids I think that's I love that that's really awesome so tell us more about so you do the podcast every week and you've been doing it for how long again it's um oh goodness it's gonna be almost two years and a couple months, yeah, 2018, we uh, got this started originally. We started as Abundance Daily, then we just morphed it into like the business and marriage podcast since it just it, it started to make more sense of us, like who exactly we were talking to and who we wanted to serve. And it was, um, you know, every week, you know, for the most part, there's been a couple of weeks that things just didn't happen. We didn't record an episode, but for the most part, we've been pretty consistent with uh, every week delivering something and trying trying our best to 
make a dent in this world. Oh, I love that. It's, I think there are so different, each podcast talks to a different audience. And I think that, uh, you know, business and marriage podcast, I think that's a, it's great. It's a great fit for, for this time trying to help other people with with that so what kind of business advice do you give to those who want to start one yeah um i'd say one just really get aligned with um you know what you want to do you know most people will say like you know find your niche and yes that's important but the niche isn't something you get to it's something that comes from within that you create and you're only going to be able to create that with experience and with um you know just getting dirty and you know serving people and seeing what that looks like and and testing it out you know and taking action you know no one you know when we you know started when we started doing like uh the abundance daily videos it was really geared to like financial professionals and helping people out saving money and that was great that was cool but it wasn't something I was like super passionate about. I wasn't like, oh, I'm get out of bed and you know do this. I wasn't really that hyped up about it. And now this is something that's more aligned with my heart, aligned with our our mind mindsets of realizing like how important is marriage and how important is business. And there's you know millions of small businesses out there and mom and pop shops and husband and wife teams running these things. So. What does that look like for them with the business advice? Just get aligned with what you want to do first. Um, obviously, figure out the roles and responsibilities of each um, partner in the organization. So, if this is a two-person team, hey, if you're the mark, if you have more of the marketing savvy, more of the graphic design savvy, if you're a person who's um, comfortable on camera and doing lives and doing trainings, doing podcasts, interviews, whatever it might be. There has to be that delegation to each other and that commitment of, you know, this is what I'm going to take care of. I agree to this and not really have expectations because once you have expectations, you make assumptions and no one can ever live up to an expectation. <laughs> but if you have a different agreements, now it's like, all right, this is what I said I was going to do. This is what I said I was going to produce. And you follow up on your word and you do it. So that's a few of our keys, I would say. Well, those are really good. I'm I'm glad that you found something that you're excited about because it's hard. We we all go through those trials and yeah. errors. We all start something we're like, no, I'm not really loving it. So let me do something else. And it's okay for everyone that's listening. It is okay to to do that. You'll find it. You'll but mm-hmm. like you said, the niche comes from within. And so that's that's so important because you can't go out there and save everybody you can save some people and it's it was hard for me to to realize that I wanted to do everything and for everybody but then I was told okay you can't you have to find your niche what do you like to do and I'm like okay you gotta find yeah exactly you gotta find your people your people are going to be your fans they're going to be your evangelists they are going to be the ones that will stomp over you know fire for you and you know, just to kind of put in perspective right now, at the time we're in, everybody's going crazy about this Tiger King show. And whatever, I watched it too. It was funny as heck. It was crazy and wild. 
But imagine if people were talking about your business like that. People were on mine like, oh my goodness, this person served me so powerfully. This person's products, this service was so amazing. They can't stop talking about it. Imagine that kind of frenzy. Now, you're not going to have that with everybody in the world, but those small outliers who connected them, your message is for them right. and for them alone. And if they want to spread it, they will. But you have to create that base of people that are loyal and yeah. serve them that they'll never forget. Yeah, you're so right. That's so true. I like that. So are you, it's just, it's you and Sarah every week or do you bring on guests or how does it work? Yeah, um, it's typically been me and Sarah. Um, every week we did have guests on for a while and you know we're kind of making a, that shift with that with, uh, you know, someone wants to come on to the show. We want to do it in a different format. Um, you know, interview style is is great. There's nothing against that, but our gift in the world is coaching. Our gift in the world is helping someone transform. So if I can help someone who wants to connect with us walk away better from when they walked in, then we want to do that. And you know, we invite guests to come on the show. It's like, hey, we're gonna coach you live on the on, on the show. You know, and we might dive deep. You know, we'll we'll go as deep as you want to go, but we want to give you an experience of what we do. And you know, if someone's going to be vulnerable, vulnerable and open up, that's perfectly fine. If they're not, that's perfectly fine too. But that's that's the direction that we've been heading in. And you know, I've had a couple of episodes of just doing what we call these clarity sessions with folks. You know people get to listen in live and direct and hear you know what that sounds like and you know kind of put yourself in that person's shoes and see like all right these questions i'm asking and this things i'm trying to pull out or help you discover what does that look like for you so oh that sounds awesome i yeah. like that so where could people find you to get more information just about your show or to get on your your email list yeah yeah um uh uh, abundancedaily.com that's the website um, you know, all, um uh, as far as the podcast we're on iTunes iHeart Media iHeart Radio sorry um, I think we're on Anchor too and, and Podbean and Spotify so you'll just look up the business and marriage podcast that's where we are and um, you know, we have our private community which is the on Facebook which is the business and marriage project <laughs> so we did the podcast and the project because marriage is a work in progress and it's a project we all get to build ourselves up. So that's why we needed that. And um, yeah, we have different things. If, if you want to take advantage, someone wants to take advantage of uh, one of these clarity sessions with us, you know, it's free. You know, we look to connect with people. I can send you that info and um, put them in the show notes if you want. So, yes. yeah. Perfect. Well, this is awesome. I'm so excited for you and all the things that you're doing and all the people that you're helping. So oh, thank, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for being on here. I was really excited to to have you on. So yay. I oh. will <laughs> I will put all this stuff in the show notes so you guys can go find him. But I encourage you to get on the email list to go there, go to the podcast. You are going to learn so much about yourself and about other people. So thank you so much, Alex. I do appreciate it. And I will talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, Annette. Thank you for listening to the Truths We Hide podcast created by A Wild Ride Called Life. 
To find out more about our mission, visit www.awildridecalledlife.com.